Welcome to Wizard Team, a Harry Potter cast for true Potterheads. Each week we discuss a chapter from the series with all of our knowledge of the world of Harry Potter. Be warned, this is a spoiler-heavy podcast. I'm Bayana. And I'm Robin. We're really excited to go through these chapters and discuss all of our thoughts and feelings about the books. Today we're discussing chapter 26 of Harry Potter and the Half-Blood Prince, The Cave. Um, we have some announcements and reminders. We want this podcast to be interactive and want to know your thoughts, so please feel free to tweet along with us. Um, you can use the hashtag Wizard Team on Twitter to follow along. Love our blog, love Wizard Team, have a few extra galleons lying around. Donate to Black Girls Create. You can become a Patronus or send us a cheering charm at blackgirlscreate.org slash donate. Um, and we have Wizard Team merch. So head over to our website to step up your nerd fashion and stationary game. You can um, find you can go to our website and find the merch tabs and links and click on those and they'll take you right to the page. Or you can go to store.dftba.com um, and find us there. And if you want to support us but you don't have the funds to do so via merch and donation, uh, rate and review us on iTunes or Stitcher or wherever you are listening to this podcast. The more reviews that we get, the higher the rating that we get, the further up in the search results we become. And so someone who's looking for a cool new Harry Potter podcast will find us and maybe they will fund uh, or maybe they will donate and they have the funds. And then look at you. You did that. Congratulations. Boom. Way to go. Boom. Um, and also subscribe to Black Witches Weekly, our newsletter curated by Wizard Bay Deborah with nerd news and links to what's been going on. So if you want to be in the know, be sure to subscribe. You can do that at blackgirlscreate.org as well. And as we wrap up book six, we're going to do a live tweet of Harry Potter and the Half-Blood Prince, the movie. Join us Saturday, November 10th at 6 p.m. PST. And whatever y'all can do the math on these those other non-essential mm-hmm, time zones. Mm-hmm. 6 p.m. Pacific time. And that's all that matters. We will be watching the movie. Use the hashtags with team and hashtag HPHBP. And remember, if you, listener, have HPHBP, please... Seek a doctor. You may also be entitled to compensation. You may. Um, And now for Wizard Team News. Um, So for Patroni and aspiring Patroni, starting uh, October 14th, so this coming Sunday, um, we'll be moving recordings of Wizard Team to Sundays at 6 p.m. Pacific time. Um, this will probably only happen until the latest Doctor Who season comes off or is off. So that's like mid December or so. Um, and then we'll allow for us to record both Wizard Team and Tarvis. So, you know, should have got a, for for the Doctor Who fans in our, uh, squad, you will have gotten a Tarvis episode yesterday. So we hope you're able to join us, join us for, for both and, you know, right. And if you are a Doctor Who fan and you didn't know, we have a, another podcast called TARDIS, Tied in Relative Blackness in Space. The first episode for this new season with this new Doctor and these new companions dropped yesterday. Nope. Um, no, 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 no. Sunday. No, TARDIS dropped yesterday. Oh, I thought you were saying the new episode of Doctor Who. The new time. episode of Doctor Who dropped on Sorry, Sunday. Sorry, I was like... And our episode, yes. the one that really matters, yes. um, that lets you know what's up, Yes. Um, of Who Watched Tarvis dropped yesterday. Um, and that is hosted by myself, my cousin Bayana, and my cousin Connie. <laughs> We're cousins. Family affair. Um, We're cousins. 
I always think of that Wayne's brother. So do I, but like, it, yeah, cousins doesn't rhyme with colored. Same way brothers does. Um, yeah, so so we're doing that. We got lots of things happening now, um, and we're tired, but that's fine. It'll, you know, it is what it is. Everyone's tired. Um, Essie, we all got paid. <laughs> Oh my goodness. Okay, yeah. So we should get into the chapter. Okay. Okay, um, so previously on Wizard Team. Oh, weird. Um, so Harry and Ginny are a thing now. So like that's cool. Um I mean it's fine. It's not it's it's fine. Um, and then Hermione is, like, real, um, like, obsessed, might not, is kind of the word, with, like, the half-blood prince and though? trying to figure out their identity. I mean, we'll deal with it. Um, so she's, like, bringing all this information clean. to Harry, but Harry doesn't care. He's just like, it's I don't care, I just want my book back. Happened. I just can't get it back because Snape's watching my every move right now. Um, and then Harry gets a note from Dumbledore saying, like, meet me in my office at midnight. It's going down. Um... And so on his way to Dumbledore's office, Harry runs into Professor Trelawney by the room of requirement, which she was just unceremoniously thrown out of. Um, and Harry kind of like badges her to get more information, finds out that Malfoy was whooping <laughs> um, for some reason. Then, and he like convinces Trelawney to come with him to Dumbledore's office so that she can tell him. Um, but then on the way there, he finds out information about uh, the night that she gave the prophecy about uh, Voldemort and, like, eventually him, but about Voldemort um, and the fact that it was Snape who overheard and then went to Voldemort to tell him about it, and then that subsequently is what killed his parents. Um, so then Harry uh, leaves Trelawney and runs into Dumbledore's office hot um, and ready to fight, but then Dumbledore's like, hey fam, guess what? Found a horcrux. You ready to ride? And then Harry's like, I am ready to ride, but I'm also pissed off, so now I don't know what to do with myself. So they have like a weird like argument slash like I'm sorry I don't, I like I feel I know this is important to me right now but also like the Horcrux though is weird he's conflicted it makes sense um and then Dumbledore tells Harry to go get his invisibility cloak and meet him in the entrance hall Harry runs off to Gryffindor Tower and Literally tells Ron like- and Hermione what happened um with Malfoy and the fact that he's about to leave and instead of saying like so that means lock yourself in your dormitory he's like take this Felix Felicis go fight Death Eaters even though there are adults in the school who could fight the Death Eaters. And, you know, and you're there's an entire Order of the Phoenix. And you didn't sign up for this. And Hermione, you're muggle-born, mm-hmm. so they're, that's even more dangerous for you. And you have not been able to prepare or get mm-hmm. ready for this conflict. And they're not even coming no, for students. No, because so they definitely no were sneaking in to you and to get Dumbledore. But it's fine, real honestly, because... Mm-hmm. Not fine, but, like, they're Gryffindor. So, like, obviously, in this situation, if it were us, we would not be doing this. But it's a strong trait of the house that they're in. So, is what it is. Um, and then Harry runs off with Dumbledore. Um, do they go off into Hogsmeade and then apparate from there. I think we did not mention last time that uh, Madame Rosemurta saw them leave. Or saw Dumbledore leave, because Harry had on the um, invisibility cloak. She's still under the Imperius curse, and so mm-hmm. she runs and tells Malfoy, or like sends a message to Malfoy. I think actually with the same magic that the DA coins use, tells Malfoy that Dumbledore is out. So then he starts his, so then he can start his thing. Time. 
Um, ideas. So yeah, that's where we are. But we will get back to Hogwarts at a later time. But today's not that day. Okay, cool. Let's let's get into chapter 30, or sorry, 25, 26. The cave. Um, so they, they've apparated and now they are, um, so now they're standing on a high outcrop of dark rock, water foaming and churning below them. Um, a few large chunks of rock set. So there's this like big cliff face that they're kind of looking at. And then there's like all these chunks of rock that are like broken off in the ocean. Um, what do you think? Asked Dumbledore. Um, and Harry's like, they brought kids from the orphanage here. So they bought kids from the orphanage here because the place where Dumbledore, that Dumbledore is talking about is the place where um, Voldemort and like his uh, like roommates or whatever, not roommates, but like the other fellow orphans went um, when he was a kid. And this is like the place where he took those two kids and like they were never the same. Um, so they're getting there and it's like super bleak and like stormy and very clearly dangerous. And Harry's like, hmm something's off um and then Dumbledore says not here precisely there's a village of sorts about halfway along the cliffs behind us I believe the orphans were taken there for a little sea air and the view of the waves um it was only ever Tom Riddle and his youthful victims who visited this spot um no muggle could reach the rock unless they were uncommonly good mountaineers and boats cannot approach the cliffs. I imagine Riddle climbed down. Magic would have served better than ropes. And he brought two children with him, probably for the pleasure of terrorizing them. So. I have so many questions about me this. Me too. Me too. My first is like, I. I don't even know where to start. Okay. So my first one is just like, in terms of is how this magic works, because yes, we know that he had like some measure of control over his magic before starting Hogwarts, but like he didn't know that he was doing magic and it's not like he had spells to be like, okay, now you can follow me here. Right. Or he wasn't like walking around using the Imperius curse. He didn't have like actual magical ropes or maybe he did. I don't know. It's just not clear how he still, still how he got like, it's, it, it, we can, I guess I can give them benefit of the doubt of like Tom getting there on his own, but like not, but, but like bringing other kids, other yeah, kids seems just... like strange. It seems like a little bit impossible, but like, you know, again, magic. And we don't know exactly how strong his was and like the nature of his untrained magic, I guess. Um, but yeah, as that part is a little strange, I guess. It just opens up. It's one of those things that she does that is really funny now because of she keeps doing it. Um, but she writes these little asides or these little things. And I don't think that she thought it all the way through or was just like, oh, it sounds, you know, it's a good sentence. And that and also it's like it's magic. So they got magic. there by magic. Yeah, <laughs> they got there by magic. But like, I don't think she anticipate. Well, she definitely didn't anticipate. um the response these books had, but I don't think she ever anticipated that the, the fandom would then be like this one passage, what, how mm-hmm. give us, you know what I mean? And so then she feels compelled to give us an explanation as opposed to just being like, I don't know. I wrote that Magic? shit. Just put it in there. It sounded good. Like I needed them to get to from this place to that place and they have magic. That's as far as I thought. And like, mm-hmm. it's just a really funny impulse because it, it, she still does it, but she should know by now not to do that shit anymore. 
She doesn't. Um, second thing. Um, this child is like 11. Maybe 10. Maybe not 11 yet. But like. Nobody thought. Hmm. Especially like. Okay. I guess Dumbledore only just recently found this place. But I just feel like. You come over there and you see like. What? Why are you bringing children? Like you a child. Bringing yeah. children to this cave. To terrorize them, and then like, how did they terrorize the? How did he terrorize them? That's a question we had back when we were in the Pensieve and saw. Um, I guess that was the uh, the secret riddle, maybe. Yeah, I think so. Mm-hmm. Um, when like we hear about the when we hear about it the first time, and like Tom just he needed someone to to stop him like much earlier. He needed some. He needed many. <laughs> person many people many ones yeah um the other thing though is that i was thinking like how does he so they go here as like a um trip or whatever mm-hmm. but is no one missing them for that long do they just right like how did they... and he doesn't seem like he was very popular um like he was at hogwarts he was like popular and charming but it seems like the kids were afraid of him and yeah. he was a bully Maybe they were two new kids to the orphanage, so his charming, like, he's, he was still able to charm them. I don't know. To me, it always but, felt like he was, like, a really weird and, like, scary kid. And then he was going to a new place, and he's like, I'm going to reinvent myself. That's what I always thought, felt like to me, too, is, like, everyone, the, when we meet the headmistress, or the, the matron, or whatever they're called, she's, like, he's pretty much a loner because people are scared of him, and he's a and he's also and he's also like happen. and she's also very much like so no matter what I tell you you're still gonna take you're gonna him take him right and you're like take him right she's like I'm not gonna tell you if you're not gonna take him so yeah it's 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 very weird I guess just like yeah and the fact that they just like let these kids go off and disappear when they like also could have just fallen off the cliff and like died like it was just right seems yeah um, so many weird things. Yeah, it's such a small little aside throwaway. Mm-hmm. Uh, Delia says that's the thing about uh, sociopathy. Um, they learn and they grow. They learn to mimic charm, etc. Um, and then Amani says, and he could charm even then, as evidenced by him trying to charm Dumbledore, right? Which I guess right, is also partly why, why the 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 uh, like their caretakers are kind of like. I think he's doing some shit we don't really know he seemed cool he seems all right but also like there was a rabbit on the rafters and we like got there and everybody seemed to be looking right. at him so it, to, it, uh, to me it wasn't ever like a matter of like he could not charm it was that he lived there day in and day out yeah. and weird shit kept happening so i felt like that's why i said like if they were new kids maybe they were they were still not like weary of them but if you lived with tom riddle for long enough before hogwarts and he knew mad like he knew what was up um, like the first week or couple of months rooming with Tom, you're like, yeah, he's cool, whatever. Right. And then a year goes by and you're like, oh, I don't know, dude. <laughs> like bunnies keep dying. Snakes are on the walls. Like snakes just be showing up in my room. Nobody else has a snake infestation problem. Like, yeah. And so you're just clocking these things and Tom doesn't know that it's magic. So he doesn't know enough to like hide that part because mm-hmm. um, he can't really control that part when he gets to hogwarts he knows it's magic 
So he can like, then that becomes another thing he can use in his arsenal to charm and trick people. Like, look how good I am at magic. Right. Because he can, he starts to harness it and be able to control it better. Yeah. Yeah. I, I just don't, I would never, if, if like, I hope he doesn't ever listen to this podcast, but there's this kid in high school. <laughs> if he told me to come with him to go hike up a thing, I'd be like, nah, son. <laughs> I'm good. So I'm just like confused at how they even got to that point. I mean, yeah, I don't know. My my next question, or like my last one, I guess, for There's now, um, is I'm wondering why this place is so special to Tom. Like, why is it so special that he would then le- come back and leave a Horcrux there? Is it just because it was like re- like well place. hidden and nobody would know? Like he's banking on the fact that like nobody would understand the connection. Or I think maybe it's because it's the first place he really made he really fucked some kids up. <laughs> And that like made that him memory, feel you know, yeah. He was like, "This is where I should leave like, a piece of my this. soul because this, this is yeah, where this I is first found it. It's what I was made for. This is what I was meant to do." Yeah. Um. <sighs> yeah, Mm-mm. I really think that those Muggle kids, if they weren't Muggles, would be Gryffindors. Though I just don't understand how you're following Tom. I don't. I'm not following anyone off to a cliff and then they talking about we gotta climb down to get to a cave. Yeah. Hell well, we nah. got to the cliff, I would have been like, Wow, right, that's a beautiful, beautiful view. Like, wow. This is cute. I'm, thank you for taking I me. I really wish I had a camera on my phone. I really wish I had a phone that I could route, travel around with that had a camera in it so I could take a picture of this. Mm-hmm. But let me stand here. Let me think real hard. Let me make a mental picture and let's go back. Yeah, yeah. Back to the village. I heard... <laughs> That they have hot chocolate, so I'm gonna go. I'm gonna do that because it's, it's a little chilly, it's a little draft, you know. Ooh, you, yeah, you feel, that? feel that? Wow. Pretty view, but this this wind, this wind chill. Mm-hmm. Oh no! Mm-hmm. Look at them! Look! Oh, look at those waves crashing, kind of wet. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna go back. Yeah, it's not gonna be. It's cool. You have fun though. You have fun. Yeah, enjoy. So yeah, that that also I don't understand because like. They got pretty far. Like, at a certain point, Dumbledore's like, yeah, they found they came all the way in here. And you're like, all the way? Really? These kids for real? Right, because Dumbledore <laughs> says, like, Dumbledore's like, he must have, you have to be a really great mountaineer, and magic probably helped. And now we got to go further. Like, what? what? <laughs> no. Like, I, after the first um, thing, then I'm like, how am I going to get back up? Right. Have- so, Mani asked how many kids, and for some reason, I always thought it was two. I believe it is. Um, um, it's here. I can... Go back into the text. Okay. Diana's <laughs> oh. life motto is go back into the text. Um, it says Amy, Amy Benson and Dennis Bishop were never quite right afterwards. And all we ever got out of them is that they'd gone into a cave with Tom. Yep. Yeah. Couldn't be me. So Amy Benson and T- Dennis Bishop. And then his second question is, how did he fill it with Inferi? How many people did he kill? All of the people. Well, I mean, we already know that his soul is like a tangled mass of just like, it's ripped to shreds. He just put a couple, he, he like took like a little handful, you know, like, Aminata lately has been taking to, like, she just got like scissors, um, like kid scissors. Oh no. And she has construction paper. And like kid scissors can't cut anything. Um, cause I, I know cause I tried to like cut, I tried cut to cut, hair? no, it wasn't my hair. <laughs> It was something else. I tried to cut something because they were the f- closest ones to me, and I tried, and I was like, "Oh, damn, nope, okay, 
cool. Um, but Aminata and Sensei is a terrifying. Well, like all she does, I literally like I literally had to I had to put them on a high shelf because like literally she just she has this construction paper that I bought so that we could make um my mom a birthday card like a couple months ago. And lately, she's just been, like, grabbing pieces of construction paper, cutting weird things into it, and then cutting it in really fine pieces. And I'm just like, you're wasting paper. You're making a mess because everywhere you do this, then we just got random pieces of construction paper all over the damn floor. Like, you're killing me, bro. Um, so I had to, like, take them from her today because I was like, you're just cutting. She's just like, I'm making a pie. So I was like, are you going to glue those on something? Are you going to, like, are you just going to throw them away and waste paper? And she's like, I'm making something. I'm making a pile. And I was like, if you don't. Today was today was a day. She's the point. A pile. The point is that that's she got you. the point is that that's Voldemort's soul. <laughs> that's that's the analogy that I'm happy. It's like I got frustration about it, but like in that moment, like Aminata is to Voldemort as those shreds of paper are to Voldemort's soul. <laughs> like that's what's happening. <laughs> and every cut with the construction paper, or well, sorry, with the with the kid scissors, is him killing someone. <laughs> And then he just like picks up a little pile and oh, and then she today, cause she has these little um, ceramic things that she got when they like, they like went to this place and painted some ceramic thingies and they have little holes in the bottom and she was literally stuffing them like stuffing the paper. <laughs> this, is, this analogy is like super I don't know what's accurate and I like, was not, so like literally I, she I cut them, like you're have she some, picked up, I mean, not to no, 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 no. I mean, but listen to what I'm saying. So out. she picked up of like, a handful of the paper that she just cut up from the pile and stuffed it into the ceramic thing that she painted. And so now there's a vessel for the soul. That's literally, and then she like, I don't know what also, she did with that because then sorry. I left. I'm just really upset that Ariana remembered the name of her goddamn scissors because I'm sitting here like, what is shark blue? And then I was like, oh yeah, she did name her goddamn scissors. <laughs> talking about she making art respect a legend when you see no, her because like, I, she, I literally she, like i literally everybody needs a break I from mommy just vacuumed my floor and she came into my yes, room but. with the damn construction paper and the scissors and i was like Ooh. you are not about to make horcruxes in my damn room after i just vacuumed the floor <laughs> we're not doing that they take that somewhere else art projects i'm calling them that now i was i didn't at the time but now i am because that oh. that the way what she was doing today especially like then put them in the vessels I, maybe I'm gonna go downstairs. They're gonna be hidden somewhere. I don't know. Ooh, putting them in the vessel. She put them in the vessel. Now I'm like, no, it's like literally Ooh, what Voldemort my was doing. Girl making horror. And I'm saying like Voldemort. That's Voldemort's soul. He he made all them in fair eye, ripped his whole shit to shreds, and then was like, well, let me. I need to put them in seven different receptacles. One of them can be inside of my myself, and then just take a little handful, sprinkle some soul into the locket, <laughs> sprinkle some into the. Uh, diary. And all the all the extra dead people can go in this list. Yeah, boom. Waste not, want boom. not. I don't mean to imply that Aminata is a dark lord, but like, I do. That um that analogy. I said I it. started it, and then it just started getting more and more um accurate. She's not a dark lord. She's more of a dark princess uh-huh. at this uh-huh. point. But she's well on her way. This is the thing with Aminata. If she wanted to be Voldemort, she could be Voldemort. If she wanted to be Dumbledore, she could be Dumbledore. We just have to wait and see what she decides. Mm-hmm. If she wanted to be Harry Potter. She wanted to be Hermione Granger. She wanted to be Seraphina Pickett. She wanted to be bigger and better and badder than all of them. We just have to wait and see. I mean, we're just bystanders. It's true. It's true. 
Got front row seats to the action. <laughs> um, okay, let's move on. Um, so, so, so then Dumbledore says his final destination and ours lies farther on. Um, so they... That's the part when I was like, what do you mean? Like, they already on the rock in the middle of the little thing. Um, and then... So I'm wondering if he took the kids further on. Or if that's just where the, like, he left the the children. Well, so... And when he went back to make it, to get the, to hide the horcrux, he went further into the cave. Well, they're not even at the cave yet, is the point. Oh, God. So that's why he says further on. So, like, they get to the top of the... So, I guess... I'm not totally sure how Tom and them got there. It's, like we said, it's not clear. Magic. He got there. They got there by magic. But Dumbledore and and Harry, like, apparate into the middle of this, like... uh, Is it a river? I don't know. Like, into the middle of this body of water on, like, a rock. And then they have to swim to where the cave is. They have to swim over to the cliff. Um... So that's oh. kind of so. Dumbledore shows um, there's a fissure in the cliff uh, in which dark water was swirling, and he's like, "You don't object, object to getting a little wet." And Harry's like, "Nah." Um, and so uh, Harry takes off his invisibility cloak, and then with the sudden agility of a much younger man, Dumbledore slid from the boulder, landed into the sea, and began to swim with a perfect breaststroke. <laughs> um, and then my man like, is like. Just full of surprises. Yeah, you know? You know? He's he only got a couple more weeks to live. Um, but look at that breaststroke, though. He said, <laughs> got it. Yeah, he said, I'm going to give you some Michael Phelps to remember He me said, now. yo, I, I be practicing in the prefects uh, <laughs> during the during classes when y'all ain't, y'all ain't there. Mm. Sometimes y'all think I'm off in the thing. No, I'm just practicing my breaststroke, bro. That's it. Just, just, he's like, I. You didn't know I dated a merman once, <laughs> and I mean, it was it was casual. It wasn't like a big. Deal, I mean, how you think I learned like, how to speak know? mermish fluently? Right, uh, but we we had a little thing going on. It was like, like I said, it was casual. No big deal to make a, you know, whatever. We he had fun, I had fun, but you know, I learned some swimming techniques, and I'm gonna mm-hmm. use them. Comes in handy. Um, and then Harry gets in, which I'm like. It was, there was a moment where I was like, it's lucky that he knows how to swim. But then I guess, like, Dumbledore knows that he knows how to swim because of the Triwizard Tournament. But, like, still pretty lucky. But also, how does he know how to swim? Yeah, it's not clear because I do remember. And now the book is, like, it's far like, away because I have a new, like, little recording nook. But um, I'm pretty sure he was saying that, like, he hadn't even, like, swam that. Wait, No. Because he takes a couple laps in the prefect's bathroom before he go before the before even the lake. Um, I feel like there was an explanation in there. I just can't remember. Yeah, but I still feel like Harry can like swim well. So there's this joke by Dimitri Martin where he's like, "Swimming is the only thing where it's either an activity or you're doing it to not yeah. die." Like right, because this is like there are currents and there's like more shit happening right. than just so like, like oh, I'm like. I still don't understand how, like, he could probably, like, not swim well enough to not die. Yeah. That's different. Yeah. (laughs) Um, Maggie says maybe Myrtle coached Harry. But also, this is gross. How big is that prefect's bathroom? You shouldn't be swimming in a bathroom. No, the tub is as big as a, is as big as a pool. That's gross. It's a magical bathtub, though. So I'm sure it's self-cleaning and probably much more hygienic than a pool. They drain the water. And then somebody, well, the house elves clean it. And then when it's time for another bath, they 
So it's not just sitting there like a pool. I know, but then it's like you're wasting a bunch of water, filling it up. Uh, I just don't like this. I mean, Let, let's move on. There's the point no is that it. Harry knows how to swim. That's really the point. Swim well enough to swim in like, like rough right. waters. Mm-hmm. Where there's salt and seaweed and icy and all that stuff. So they go through the fissure um, and Harry kind of like follows Dumbledore until Dumbledore, you know, gets out. They find land. Um, by the time Harry gets out, Dumbledore is already examining the walls and the ceilings. Yes, this is the place. How can you tell? Uh, Harry spoke in a whisper. It has known magic. And this is now that we've been talking can about I just it. Say, now that we're talking about this it. Is, um, yeah. Like, because I wrote here, I was like, what known magic? Um, but now that we're talking, we've been talking about it, especially with like Tom and like how, however he got down into this cave. Um, like, she's just, it's like, it's mad vague. But, like, it's impressive, so then you're like, oh, it has no magic. Okay. And, like, but she don't know what no ma- when She don't know the magic. We don't know the magic. Mm-hmm. No one knows the magic. No one knows the magic. Um, I, I just want to say, though, that this is such a Doctor Who fiend. And the Doctor is on my mind. Granted. But it really is. <laughs> you can't tell me That's it's funny. not. Well, yeah, because, like, Dumbledore... Okay, so then Dumbledore does, like... He, um... Harry climbs out the thing and Dumbledore's all looking at the wall. Well, yeah. Not even waiting for him to make sure he's okay. This is some doctor it is, bullshit. It is. Cause it, so Dumbledore says this is merely the... Where's Dumbledore's sonic and then Dumbledore, Well, there's a moment Monic where... Wand. So he says this is merely the antechamber of the entrance hall. We need to penetrate the inner p- place. Now it is Lord Voldemort's obstacles that stand in our way rather than those nature made. Um, so then he is a... He caresses the wall with his blackened fingertips, murmuring words in a strange tongue that Harry didn't understand. Yeah. Um, okay, John he's like Smith. walking around just like doing all this stuff and I'm like yeah where's the screwdriver are you scanning like what's going on bro mm-hmm. um, so then he stops here we go on through here the entrance is concealed um, Harry didn't know Harry didn't ask how Dumbledore knew he had never seen a wizard work things out like this simply by looking and touching but Harry had long since learned that bangs and smoke were more often the marks of ineptitude than expertise um, so this is like kind of the moment where Harry really gets to see Dumbledore like, I think he's always accepted that Dumbledore is super strong. Um, and he's seen some moments where, you know, he's done the motherfucker through the door his fourth year. He, um, what was the other one? He, like, stunned, like, four dudes at the same time and then escaped with Fox. Like, he's done some, like, wild stuff, but they've also been much more flashy. Um, whereas, like, this moment um, is a, is more subtle, I guess. And like it's it's and it's much more about like this is these are things that he had to study and like it's like it's a different kind of knowledge. Um, uh, Amani in the chat says, "Sonic screwdriver wand? How different are they really?" And I'll just say that my sonic screwdriver and my wand got rid of Ami's monsters when she was a baby. So pretty much the same. Boom. Tomato, tomato. Look at you, <laughs> magic and science and science mm-hmm. and magic. Yeah. Um, so Dumbledore step, steps back and points his wand at the rock. Wait, what is Clark's third law, Maggie? Dropping intellectual bullshit without any explanation? <laughs> I ain't never heard of that. Who is Clark? <laughs> How many laws we got? What happened to, oh, to Gomp? Well, Gamp is, uh, transfiguration. So I don't know about. Okay, but he got laws or rules or whatever. Who is Clark? Is that charms? Is that like a but 
Is this a real thing or is this a Harry Potter thing? <laughs> Who is Clark? <laughs> this is just like that one student when you're like, so and so, I'm like, who is he? And you're like, he's on the Quidditch team. Since when? <laughs> Jimmy Peaks. Jimmy Peaks, whoever. Oh, Arthur C. Clark, apparently. I still don't know who that is. I'm assuming that's a scientist. They don't matter to me. Let's keep going. <laughs> oh, any sufficiently advanced technology is indistinguishable from magic. Amani and Maggie let me know, because I'm a dummy. I've heard that before. I just didn't know Clark said it, because I don't know him. <laughs> but Because I don't know him. I don't. I don't either, so I can't even. But the way you said it was funny. Um, okay, so Dumbledore points his wand at the rock, and for a moment an arched outline appeared there, blazing white as though there was a powerful light behind the crack. You've done it, said Harry. Um, and he threw chattering teeth, and then Dumbledore was like, oh shit, my bad, fam, and dries all his clothes so that he's not, you know, gonna catch hypothermia. Harry doesn't have enough magic to dry his Which is wild, because, like, Hermione can definitely do that. Year, and has done it. And they're before. about to go searching for Voldemort, and he, or Horcruxes, and, like, his, like, he doesn't have the, like, instant innate knowledge to dry his own clothes. He was just going to give himself hypothermia. Yeah, I'm like, That's yeah. crazy. And thought that he was going to go horror hunting on he his own. That. He Sam! That. that did happen. How? He did. he did. And this also reminds me of the movie, and I'm not sure because it's been a while if it happened in the book that when he, he went into the lake to get the sword of Gryffindor before they get rid of the locket, and he's just sitting there chattering teeth. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Because Hermione was back yep. in camp. It's true. That did happen. And it was winter time. Did that happened in the book. And it was winter. It was after Christmas. Yeah, but did it happen in the book? Uh, I believe so, but I can't remember. Okay. Yeah. Um. Crazy. <laughs> So then, so the um, Dumbledore turns back to the cave wall. Um, nothing else happened. So after, so he's like kind of just examining it and thinking. Um, and then Dumbledore says, "Oh, surely not. So crude." Uh, he pulls out a short knife and he says, "I rather think we are required to make payment to pass." Payment said to Harry, "You've got to give the door something." Yes, said Dumbledore. Blood, if I'm not much mistaken. I said it was crude. Who sounded disdainful, nah, even disappointed. He's just like. Oh, Tom. <laughs> oh, Tom. Blood. It's like, okay. Really? Sure. And so he says, the idea, as I'm sure you will have gathered, is that your enemy must weaken him or herself to enter. Once again, Lord Voldemort fails to grasp that there are more terrible things than physical injury. Um, which? Shit. Okay, I just thought this. Um, I'm still on Clark. <laughs> no, so I'm so I'm thinking that like, so Dumbledore saying like, oh, Tom's never, you know, he did, hasn't learned that there are things worse than physical injury. But then that damn potion, like I think Tom has learned some things. Is all I'm saying. Because that potion that Dumbledore had to, has to drink in a few chapters, in a few pages, it's not it's not physical. physical. It's not, yeah, yeah. So, you know, he's evolving. No knows who this. 
<laughs> go away! Go I have to away! Go away from here too. That's crazy. Yes. Uh, I can't record with you two times a week. <laughs> if this is how it's gonna be. Somebody uh, save me. Okay. Um. So Harry's like, yeah, if no, you could, no, but if you can is. avoid it. And Dumbledore says, sometimes it's unavoidable. And he uh, starts, he uh, shakes back his sleeve. And Harry's like, wait, I'll do it. I'm, and he didn't know whether to say, what to say. Like, he's younger, he's fitter. I'm, I'm younger. I'm, My hair I'm not Dumbledore. Did. Like, <laughs> just. Um, I don't know how to dry my <laughs> own clothes. So I'm going to need you to not have blood loss in this moment. <laughs> need all your wits mm-hmm. about you. Um, but Dumbledore merely smiled, um, then he cuts his hand, and then spraying the rock with blood. You're very kind, Harry, said Dumbledore, um, and then he stitches up his, uh, cut with the same spell that Snape used to heal Malfoy's wounds. Thanks, Joe, for reminding us of Sectumsempera. I was ready to just leave it in the past. At least for now. Not leave it in the past, but, like, I personally don't want to be reminded of it. Right. Um, so Delia's in the chat room asking a fool. Uh, so she said that Tom knows for everyone else, physical pain is not the worst. He has learned in his tortures. As a sociopath, though, emotional pain is nothing for him, which is why he could drink the potion if he needed without issue. He probably doesn't need to, though. Just. And then Amani said, imagine Tom's worst memory. I looked at a muggle and almost thought she was cute today. <laughs> that one time I decided to ha- you know take Bellatrix up on her offer Yikes. it was terrible Yikes! and now I got a kid okay. on the way and Please I need cut that out. I'm gonna just say like, because I, I am with her child I just for work I haven't built up the savings I had to spend all my savings on getting let's, a new let's, nose let's, let's, a new body shut that one down I've been drinking let's... I've been drinking hey hey guess what hey guess what hey guess what See, I, Luna don't want to know. Luna said, Luna? "Yeah, let's stop." Like, like, how am I supposed to raise a kid when I ain't even had a body for the last eleven years? I right? Understand? You and you try to shut me like, down. Like, that's hella rude. Like, all of a sudden, like, I have to go I take know. a bath. But then, like, you over here talking about I don't even know what this physical plane is. And, and I'm just, you know, I was like, well, you know, for anthropological reasons. And because Bellatrix is so thirsty and she can't focus, and I hey, need to focus hey, on this thing. So, so, like, so I did you know? Her. Did you know that and Dumbledore? When I gave it to her, I was like, did you know I that mean, Dumbledore tells Harry that his blood is knew? worth more than his? So that's why he's like, nah, we're not gonna let you cut yourself because your magic is more important than mine because of like Voldemort and shit. And so then the archway opens, and Dumbledore's like, after me, I think, because he knows Harry is, you know, he does what he can. I wonder what would happen um, if they had used Harry's blood, though. Like, does that give... No, because they use it later. Like, I think Dumbledore was just like, I'm not they, about to let you... Like, I'm just not going to do... Yeah. Because like, Harry uses it later, but it's because he gets cut. Like, he, it's like an accident. So on the way back, when they're coming out, he's just like, nah, I already got Mari bleeding. We'll just use this. Um, so. Yeah. So then they... Um, they walk and they uh, enter and see a great black lake. So vast, Harry could not make out the distant banks in a cavern so high that the ceiling, too, was out of sight. A misty greenish light shone far away and would look like the middle of the lake. Um, 
uh, so Harry, they're so they're walking through, and Harry's like the it's like really dark. It's like darker than pitch black. Um, let us walk," said Dumbledore. "Be very careful not to step into the water." Um, and so like that again. It's just like so many questions about these Tom and the and the baby muggles and whether they came this far and if they did, like how and then like also what the fuck Tom, just, just all of those things, basically. Um, so then they're walking and and Harry's like, "Do you think the Horcrux is here? Shouldn't we try it with a summoning charm?" And Dumbledore's like, "Yeah, sure. Why don't you do that?" So Harry says, Accio Horcrux, uh, with a noise like an explosion, something very large and pale erupted out of the dark water some 20 feet away. Before Harry could see what it was, it vanished again with a crashing splash that made great deep ripples in the mirrored surface. Um, And Harry's like, what was that? Um, Something, I think, that is ready to respond should we attempt to seize the Horcrux. Um, And then Harry's like, when do you think that'll happen? Or ask, did you think that would happen? And Dumbledore says, I thought something would happen if we made an obvious attempt to get our hands on the Horcrux. That was a very good idea, Harry. Much the simplest way of finding out what we are facing. So he's still teaching. Sometimes things seem dumb, but you should just try them anyway. Because sometimes when you don't try the obvious thing, then it is the obvious thing, you know. And sometimes you just learn other things from doing the obvious thing. So, Hey, guess what? This is a law I know about. It's called Occam's Razor. Simplest solution or answer is usually the best mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Ah, oh, take that Lord. Clark um, so Harry's like we don't know what that thing was what the things are you mean said Dumbledore and I personally would have noped the fuck out at this point and been like you know what I'm gonna just meet you back <laughs> on the rock Dumbledore <laughs> said first off plural <laughs> secondly present tense Robin said, I'm out. Gotta go. You have fun. You know what? I thought that I was ready for a practical, but how about you catch me when you come back and we just Mm -hmm. do this thing in theory? Mm -hmm. I'll take the lecture, Mm -hmm. take some notes. I can write you 500 (laughs) words on. Exactly. And Furi and -hmm. and caves. But I don't need to be here for this. I personally don't. Um, And then Harry's like, uh, Delia oh. says, wait, Delia says, imagine if the chosen one was one of us. It wouldn't have got, doors. it wouldn't have got I done. I mean, it would have got done, but like. I personally, it would have got done. It would have got done much cleaner. And like earlier. And sooner really what it I is too like, is like, listen. you just got to surround, like Harry, you know, he has, he has people to surround himself with to then be like, okay, I, you know. Right. Like he's so like, I would have been really like good at delegating. Ravenclaw leaning people. Right. Because we would have had an army of Gryffindor. Yeah, I'd have been like, oh, you see, there's this cave. Dumbledore like, needs somebody to go with him to learn how to destroy this Horcrux. Right. But you got it? Cool. Thanks. I'm going to put it you in my spreadsheet. It. Here's the plan. <laughs> <laughs> this is, we need you at this time and this date. All right, mm-hmm. let me know. Check back mm-hmm. in. Take a buddy. <laughs> Take a buddy. Yeah. All right. If I don't hear from you in two days, I'm going to send some mm-hmm. other Gryffindor after mm-hmm. you. <laughs> I ain't coming. Mm-hmm. Okay, so... Portia imagines Inferi as zombie oh, guy theories. And it's Okay, really that's crazy. Because, like, I just imagine them as, like, uh, yeah. Well, no, I think. Okay. So this is gonna, this is creepy. But, like, it, it's, like, part of it. So, like, I think I, I imagine the Inferi and then the little, like, cockroach monsters in uh, Bone Street Roomba. 
Kind of the same. Mm-hmm. I never need to I'm think sorry. of them things again. God damn you. I'm sorry. Uh, <laughs> but in my head, they were like much creepier. But also like, I don't, I'm also like not really clear on like why the, the one that like popped up, like why is it so big? Like, was it a giant inferi or was it like a, like, can you make inferi out of other, like, do they have to be human? Can they oh be like, it's like a whale inferi or something, you know? <laughs> Sorry. Sorry. Well, you can move on. Yeah, we can. Can we, though? I, I'm still coming you know, back from that. Oh, the, and also, Boom Street, remember, like, that, that, ugh. Yeah, those shits were gross. Definitely read those books, they're great, but, like, ugh. man. It was like Teeth Monster yesterday. Well, Teeth Monster was a little bit less scary. Okay. I don't know. It, was, it wasn't scary to me. It was just like, it was just like, it was why gross, is that a and then it just, aesthetic that you aspire to? Like, I just yeah. was very confused. And he was like, he was real dry. So it was like, he took him forever to like, get your sentence out yeah. so I don't have to look at your face anymore, Tim Shaw. Why are you talking so slow? Yeah. You got all them teeth. Yeah. Disgusting. Ugh. Um, Amani says White Walker, Polar Bear, and Fair Eye. Yeah, I just, yeah. Oh, and then he says Voldemort is the Night's King. That, yeah. Mm-hmm. These are White Walkers. Dragon and Fair Eye? No. Too soon. How dare you? <laughs> How dare you? How dare I? We don't speak on that. Okay, I don't we don't talk about that. anymore. Um, okay, anyway. So Harry's like, do you think we're going to have to go into the lake? Um, only if we're very unfortunate. You don't think the Horcrux is at the bottom? Oh, no. I think the Horcrux is in the middle. And he points towards the green uh, the green glow. Um, Which is like, open, like, just look around. Have a little bit. Like, just don't ask the question first. Observe. And well, then ask you know, the question. He doesn't, he doesn't know where he is, I guess. I don't know. Um, so then, so Harry's, like, thinking of all the water monsters, like, what, like, what could be in this lake? Like, what am I gonna have to fight? And, you know, it's worse than he can even think of. But, um, so, aha, said Dumbledore, and for, and, uh, Harry walks into him, um, but then Dumbledore catches him before he falls into the water. Um, and so Dumbledore, you know, he's like, my bad, fam. And then he puts his hand out in thin air as though as as though expecting to find and grip something invisible oh he said happily his hand closed in midair upon something harry couldn't see um and then dumbledore raised his wand and with the uh other hand and then tapped his fist and then a coppery green chain appeared out of thin air he pulls it up and then there's a ghostly prow of a tiny bow that breaks the surface glowing as green as the chain and floated with barely a ripple toward the place on the bank where harry and dumbledore stood um, and then Harry's like, how did you know that was there? And Dumbledore says, magic always leaves traces. I taught Tom Riddle. I know his style. Is, is this boat safe? <laughs> that is like, so like you taught Tom Riddle the way you taught Harry or the way you taught like anybody else. Like, cause that has like a, um, the student yeah. has become the master type of situation that I, I don't think that she 
meant for it to have, but I was always like, what do you mean? Like, well, I think you that didn't like, teach him how to no, be a but crazy I think he probably he kept, he he kept an eye on Tom, you know what I mean? So I think maybe there's that, and then I think there's probably also, like, he has also fought Voldemort for quite some time. So it's probably a connection, but it does feel, but no, no I, I know, agree I that the phrasing that, like, of it makes it sound she... like they were on some other stuff. And Amani is typing, and I bet yeah, he's on mentor. there. They were on some other stuff. How do you know they weren't <laughs> on some other stuff? <laughs> um, but then he says that makes sense. Um, Russian ha- hackers, for example, have specific signatures that let you know their work versus other governments. Hmm, wonder how he knows that. Um, and I was thinking the same thing, girl. I was thinking the same, but you said it okay. Um, okay, okay. So, uh huh, Amani. Tell us so, more about these Russian hackers. Yeah, mm-hmm. no. So that it's just this. Mm-hmm. That's how I took it for the most part too. Is he just kind of like understands the? Uh, he can reverse engineer. Yeah, he's like, oh, I, I, I know what you're doing, bro. Like, me. I know that magic. Um, and then. So, uh, Harry's like, "Is this boat safe?" And Dumbledore's like, "Yeah, Voldemort would need some way to get to the." Uh, to the center, so it's probably fine. How do you go? Like, do you? Uh, why would you need to get to the center? Like, is there a time when he would be like, "Okay, I need to add the soul back to my body"? Yeah, it just seems like just... Uh, a horror crux thing is a is a fix it and leave it. But I think you know? it'd be like nice a, like to a, like like, a, like say. Well, like, like say somebody did find out where it was and he found and he realized it, then it's like, oh, let's just move it. Yeah. Don't move it. It's just like a just in case. Yeah, I just feel like it's a fix it and forget it situation where like I made the horcrux. I never want to be close to it. Right? Mm-hmm. I don't know. Listen. I don't know. Um, so then, so Harry's like, so the things in the water won't do anything to us if we cross in Voldemort's boat. I think we must resign ourselves to the fact that they will at some point realize we are not Voldemort. So Dumbledore was like, this shit is gonna go south regardless. So let's just keep going till it does. So be, be prepared. <laughs> like constant vigilance, but also like, we're just gonna keep going until it does. And then we'll cross that bridge when it, when we come to it. Um, so Voldemort would have been reasonably confident that no, none but a very great wizard would have been able to find the boat. Um, and then Harry's looking down and he's like, it doesn't look like it was built for two people. Voldemort will not have cared about the weight, but about the amount of magical power that crossed the lake. I rather think um, an enchantment will have been placed upon this boat so that only one wizard at a time would be able to sail in it. And I do not think you will count because you're underage and unqualified. Voldemort would have never expected a 16-year-old to reach this place. I think it unlikely that your powers will register compared to mine. Um, Which is some humble braggy ass shit. And also, I think it's interesting. I feel like it would be interesting to learn more about that kind of magic because, like, what if you're underage, but then, like, your magic is, like, ridiculously powerful, right? And I guess, I guess, I guess magic is technically, like, something that you have to kind of build and then it becomes that way. Um, But. But even, like, Voldemort was super advanced. mm -hmm. Everyone talked about, like, his, you know, he was doing things that wizards. Yeah, and Harry is an average student. He averages so book. his magic is yeah. about an average sixteen. I get that it wouldn't magic. Yeah, yeah. I mean, he didn't know how to dry himself. So. 
Yeah. Um, these words did nothing to raise Harry's morale. Um, and Dumbledore added, Voldemort's mistake, Harry. Age is foolish and forgetful when it underestimates youth. Which is a word. Uh-huh. Whole truth. Entire one. That's some, some 80-year-old senators mm-hmm. need to take take mm-hmm. note of. Um, so then, so they get into the boat, which is not, you know, it's not a comfortable ride. Um, but as soon as they're inside, the boat begins to move towards the center as though an invisible rope was pulling it onward um, toward the light. And so they're going through, and this scene reminds me a lot of Lord of the Rings, which um, I guess you don't know because I don't know her. You just don't love yourself. It's fine. Um, I love I'm, myself to death. So much that I have my I mean, principle. I'm just, you just haven't. It's fine. Um, but for those of you who have principles seen and or read, I know like the one person of us who's read Lord of the Rings. Um, so have I. I I'm not talking about Lord myself. Because I was like, I'm not going to watch these I'm movies. I'm talking about mommy because I cannot relate. I tried um, it. But I'm saying like it reminds me of Lord of the Rings. And I feel like for those of y'all who are familiar, it you might remember like when they're walking uh, with Gollum on their way to Mordor and there's like that river and then Frodo face plants into it like a dumbass, but like whatever. Um, y'all know what I'm talking about. Anyway, so Harry sees a marble, so sees it marble white floating inches from below the surface. Uh, professor, he said, I think I just saw a hand in the water, a human hand. Yes, I'm sure you did. <laughs> Dumbledore. <Don't laughs> oh. He was like, probably. Sounds, sounds legit. Yeah. Yeah. Let's keep going. Um, and, then, and then he says, so that thing that jumped out of the water, and then he sees a dead man lying face up inches beneath the surface. Um, there are bodies in here, said Harry. Yes, but we do not need to worry about them at the moment. <laughs> oh, God. So this is the thing that, so I'm reading um, the new, uh, it's not Mercy Thompson, but it's the Mercy Thompson spinoff out the, it's the, um, Alpha and Omega series, so good. And one of the characters sees ghost, but like you're not supposed to talk about the ghost or bring up the fact that you see the ghost because it only gives them more power, mm-hmm. and that's what this kind of reminds me of. But also, this is a very good, like, if I am not advocating being a mass murderer and so so psychopath, but if you were. And you needed a place to, you know, it's, it's sustainable, I guess is what I'm trying to say. Like, it's a good way of getting rid of bodies, but making sure that they have use, giving them a second life, you know what I mean? Going green in your mass murdering, mm-hmm. you know? Recycle, reduce, reuse, close the loop. Circle of life. You know, what, it moves us all. what good is just a dead body? What's even better is turning that dead body into a warrior that lives in a lake mm-hmm. that protects your property. You know, I bet you wizarding security is expensive. And so this is just, you know, a good way of starting those costs, cost effective. Um, so Harry's like at the moment, not while they're merely drifting peacefully below us, said Dumbledore. There's nothing to be feared from a body um, any more than there is to be feared from darkness. Lord Voldemort, who of course secretly fears, both disagrees. 
Um, but once again, he reveals his own lack of wisdom. Sorry, just want to pause. Say this is my um, favorite quote of the series, period. And I like literally have it memorized. Um, and I love it so much. And I would get it tatted, but it feels a little bit too long. So then we'll see. But like, I love it a lot. Anyway, um, it is the unknown we fear when we look upon death and darkness, nothing more. And I've loved that quote since I was 11 years old. I love it so much. It's a word. It was, I don't, and like, I don't fully know like what, like, I just remember reading that shit and like my whole mind just like had a thing. Oh. Yeah. Like as a kid, I was just like, yes. (laughs) And then, yeah. And yeah, it's my favorite. I love it. Anyway, Dumbledore isms are the best. Harry said nothing. He did not. He didn't want to argue, but he found the idea that there were bodies floating around them and beneath them horrible. And what was more, he did not believe they were not dangerous. Um, so like Harry, it totally is like going over his head. Don't worry. It's not saying don't be afraid. He's just saying like, don't be afraid yet. Like if they're just there, like they're not doing anything. It's more the fear of, again, the unknown of what they will do or what they can do and not so much what they're doing in this moment. And also like you can't do anything about it. Right Y'all now, already so on this boat, like, just do what we gotta do. Right. And then Dumbledore says, I'm sure that once we take the Horcrux, we shall find them less peaceable. However, like many creatures that dwell in cold and darkness, they feel light, they fear light and warmth, um, which I do want to, like, kind of point out is, again, like, it's fine, but it's, like, it's the, it's, yeah, it's the, it's the dark light imagery that kind of is pervasive everywhere and is racist but it's fine anyways Dumbledore basically saying like fire will like get rid of them and and help us get away so just yeah um they're still talking about Lord of the Rings in the chat which is great so many I don't know nerds what's going on in the chat one day I'm going to read those books in here. but like also, I watched the movies relatively recently, and I still love those shits. It's you're so great, Robin. Why are you depriving yourself? Okay, you are. I'm not. It's just like I made a. I made. You can watch it, and you don't I have to tell it. When I was 15, I just. And now I'm not even doing it. It's not even about me. Now it's about the next generation. I have oh a my niece. Goodness. She has yeah. a child. That child needs to read Harry Potter. She has two children, and one of them is reading Harry Potter out of order. I said that I would be chill about, and I wouldn't yell at her about it. But I also might disown her. I might disown my own niece. Who does that? Monsters do that. They're numbered. You know what I mean? Okay. 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 So... Mm-mm. Okay, so they're, you know, looking toward the greenish glow. Harry couldn't pretend now that he was not scared, which is fine. Like, he should be scared. He should um, be scared. He. I See, this is this Gryffindor shit. Like, sca- like fear is a very mm-hmm. useful emotion. It's very and, like, own that shit. Fear is your body's way of being, like, you know. Yeah. Pay attention. Um. Shout out to Ned Stark, because I'm just pulling all my fandoms. Because um, he said something really similar. Like, you're only you're only brave when you're scared. 
and I'm that's like super uh, truncated and like abridged, but like that's essentially the gist of it, um, and like that's what makes you brave. True. Um, if you weren't scared and you were just doing shit, then like, okay, you're just a weird. You're just right. A person doing things. Yeah, like you're just doing you're things. Just doing shit. Um, <laughs> um. So he suddenly wished he had said goodbye to his friends, um, and he hadn't seen Jenny at all. Um, nearly there, said Dumbledore. Sure enough, the greenish light seemed to be growing stronger. So green is like the evil color in these in these books, um, and like has been for. But it's like Slytherin, Avada Kedavra, all this green happening right now. Like, it just is, which, you know, this it's an aesthetic. Um, so the boat came to a halt, bumping gently into something that Harry could not see at first. Um, then he saw that there, it was a smooth island. It was a small island of, of smooth rock. Um, it was no larger than Dumbledore's office. In the center, there was a stone basin, rather like the Pensieve, which was set on top of a pedestal. The basin was full of an emerald green liquid emitting a phosphorescent glow. Um, Harry asks what it is, and Dumbledore says it's something more worrisome than blood and bodies. Um, Dumbledore goes to touch it, um, and then finds that he can't because there's like a barrier between or, like, his hand and the and the potion. Um, and then Dumbledore tries to do a bunch of stuff, like he's trying to uh, he tries he tries to like figure ways to like kind of get rid of the potion, and he says. It can't be penetrated by hand, vanished, parted, scooped up, or siphoned away, nor can it be transfigured, charmed, or otherwise made to change its nature. Um, And then he conjures a crystal goblet and says, I can only conclude that this potion is supposed to be drunk. And Harry's like, what? Nah. He's like, hold up, bro. Like, this can't, this can't be true. Um, This part, when I first read this part, I was like, this is some shit. mm -mm. I'm not trying to do this. Mm-mm. I don't want any part of this. Do you think I could skip this chapter and catch back yeah, up and no. not have to know what happened? Because like this, my yeah. I, my shoulders were like, and even still, even now, like, yeah. Uh, what do you mean? It's like, yeah, drink it. Yeah. What do you mean? It's like the. Are you serious? Like this is all a bad idea. It's all bad. Like none of this is is good. Um. And Dumbledore, so Harry's like, what if it kills you? And Dumbledore's like, I doubt it will work like that. Lord Voldemort would not want to kill the person who reached this island. And Harry's like, this is Voldemort we're talking about here. And then he's like, my bad. I mean, he wouldn't want to immediately kill the person. He would want to, he would want to keep them alive long enough to find out how they managed to penetrate so far through his defenses um, and why they were so intent upon emptying the, va- the basin. Um, Voldemort believes he alone knows about his horcruxes. Um, and then Dumbledore says, this potion must act in a way that will prevent me from taking the Horcrux. Um, it might paralyze me, cause me to forget what I am here for, create so much pain I am distracted, or render me incapable in some other way. Harry, it will be your job to make sure... Yeah, I mean... NBD? He's like, let's get down to business. Um, he says, it will be your job to make sure I keep drinking, even if you have to tip the potion into my protesting mouth. Um, Harry didn't speak. Was this why he had been invited along so that he could force feed Dumbledore a potion that might cause him an unendurable pain? So, like, this is a lot to to have to to ask of a person yep. and also just a, a lot to have to, like, to do, a child, a child or anyone, but just, like, someone that you care about and you're like, nah, you have to do this thing. Like, it's worse than being, like, I mean, it's not worse, but it's up there with the, like, leave me and save yourself. Oh, my God! It's Infinity Stone, Infinity Wars. Yes. Shoot me. It's if like you that. love me, yeah. you'll shoot me in the head. Yeah. Which is like, 
Yeah. Um, both Delia yeah. and Amani are like, yes, Harry. And then Delia says, literally, welcome to being the chosen one. <laughs> um, but again, I think that, like, so I, I feel like we've Harry's been getting, like, he's been seeing kind of the consequences of, like, this thing that he's wrapped up in, right? And, like, in each book, there are consequences, and then especially starting with Goblet of Fire, um, those consequences become, like, fatal and can become that way but i think this is when harry has to really fully kind of understand like how like not even what did i do because it's not like it's his fault but it's like what he has to do it's it's more than just like i have to kill voldemort and like i think he's kind of he's accepted that and he's like yeah i have to kill him like that's fine i know i have to figure it out i don't know how i'm gonna do that yet but like i'll figure it out i know it's what i have to do but like this stuff is a little bit it's like it's deeper than that and it's creepier than that and it's scarier and it's much more emotional and i think that he's not fully prepared until this moment where he kind of like has to be and he you know he jumped at the chance to do this it's also like i have to kill i have it's to very kill vague and like, like yeah, this is the thing that I have to do, but it's vague and it doesn't uh-huh. win. We don't know when. It could be, I could be 50 exactly. by the time I, I, I have to kill him. You know, like, I've already lived 16 years. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Who knows how long this will go, but. So it's like, it's very yeah. kind of, it's this amorphous thing where it's like now it's like a concrete thing and it's like, this is very clearly not cool and it's not and it's right an easy choice face. or an easy thing to do, but like, just, it has to happen. Um, so, Yeah. Um, so then, so Dumbledore says, you remember the condition on which I brought you with me. You swore, did you not, to follow any command I gave you? You have my orders. Why can't I drink the potion instead? Because again, Harry, we've talked about this, like, sacrifices his love language. He's like, I could just do it and it's fine. Um, and Dumbledore says, I'm... (laughs) Um, Dumbledore says, I'm much older, much cleverer, and much less valuable. Um... Much clever. Because I'm, I'm clever. Um, right. So Dumbledore is like, You're, I need your word, Harry. And Harry's like, uh, all right. Um, and so then before Harry could make any further protest, Dumbledore lowered the goblet into the potion. Um, and then he lifts it and says, to your good health, Harry. And he drains the goblet. Um, Harry's like, what, how, how, are you good? How do you feel? Um, Dumbledore shakes his head, eyes closed. Harry wondered if he was in pain. Dumbledore plunged the glass blindly back into the basin, refilled it, and drank what's more. He got three goblets full goblets full of potion. Halfway through the fourth, he staggered and fell forward against the basin. Um, his face was twitching as though he was deeply asleep, but dreaming a horrible dream. Um, he panted and then spoke in a voice Harry did not recognize, for he had never heard Dumbledore frightened like this. I don't want, don't make me. Um, Harry stared at his whitened face and did not know what to do. So it's like it's all this like again it's 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 humanizing Dumbledore it's breaking down all of these things that Harry just kind of like had like ideas of things that he had and just being like nah this is this is what it is and this is what it's kind of always been but like now you have to kind of deal with it um you can't stop Professor and Harry you've got to keep drinking you told me you had to keep drinking um hating himself repulsed by what he was doing he forced the goblet back toward Dumbledore's mouth. So I want to point out because um, we're about to get to the chapter where Snape kills Dumbledore. Spoiler alert. Um, but this is the same thing as Snape because when Snape does it, he has all, he has hatred on his face. And again, it's like him hating himself, not hating Dumbledore. Um, 
But it is Dumbledore's fault, right? Like, he's making these people do things they don't want to do and making them hurt people that they care about for the greater good. Um, and it's very much... Like, it's... Yeah, so then, and then they, like, they... Yeah, they just... They hate themselves for it afterwards, even though it's him who's making them do it. But also because it's him they're hurting, then it's, like, harder to hate him for it, if that makes sense. I'm tired, so I feel like I'm talking in circles, but it's sad. No, it, it makes sad. sense. It just makes sad. Um, <laughs> no, he groaned um, as Harry lowered the goblet back into the basin and refilled it. I don't want to. I don't want to. Let me go. Um, it's all right, Professor. Make it stop. Make it stop. Yes, this will make it stop, led Harry. Um, and he tipped the contents into uh, Dumbledore's mouth. Dumbledore screamed. No, 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 I can't, I can't, don't make me, I don't want to. It's all right, Professor, it's all right. Nothing's happening to you, you're safe, it isn't real, I swear it isn't real. Um, which, it kind of is real slightly, but we will get there. Um, Just because it's true. happening in your um, head doesn't It's all my fault, real. all my fault, he sobbed. Please make it stop, I know I did wrong. Oh, please make it stop, I'll never, never again. Um, so, again, he's he's thinking about Ariana Aberforth and Grindelwald um, <clears throat> and kind of like reliving the moment where or like reliving the I probably like the moments leading up to Ariana's death but like that entire situation whatever that situation was um, like he's saying must happen. Um, this will make it stop Professor. Dumbledore began to cower as though invisible torturers surrounded him. Don't hurt them don't hurt them please please it's my fault hurt me instead like it's a lot, and it, yeah. and, it, and it is important for, like, it's, like, you know, for once we're, like, realizing that, like, Dumbledore had, I mean, he's been alive for a hundred and some years, so, like, obviously he has, he's, yeah, obviously he has secrets, secrets but, like, he has, like, he's a real, real backstory in this shit is, like, traumatizing, um, and mm-hmm. it, yeah, it's just, like, it's a, it, it's frustrating, and I will say that, like, I feel like we're going to get the actual scene in Fantastic Beasts. Probably not this one. Part of uh, me is curious about that. Like, I'm not God. even going to lie. Like, I say this not in, like, a, uh, but I say this in, like, a, we probably should, since it's what it is. It's Dumbledore versus Grindelwald. It's what it is. I, I, I um, get it. Yeah. But. I know, but. I'm, like, curious on, like, what the actual events of that happening are and whether we're going to see it as a flashback or, like, a Pensieve situation I hope it's more of a flashback than a pensive situation, though. Just in terms of, like, if it's a pensive thing, then obviously, you know, it's not time travel. It's, yeah. It's unreliable. Um, and... So, yeah, that was just, yeah, a thought. Here, drink this, drink this, you'll be all right, said Harry. Um, and Dumbledore obeyed. Uh, Dumbledore drank like a child dying of thirst, but when he had finished, he yelled again as though his insides were on fire. No more, please, no more. We're nearly there, Professor. Drink this. Drink this. I want to die. I want to die. Make it stop. Make it stop. I want to die. Drink this, Professor. Drink this. Kill me. This this one will, gasped Harry. Just drink Ooh. this. It'll be over. All over. Um, so it's just like... Yo, like, I, like, Delia's saying, like, she remembers feeling so shook when she first read this, uh, realizing Dumbledore has had trauma and experiencing it in this way as a reader was heavy. I was like, I mean, and you were just talking about, Robin, like, earlier, how, like, you said you were reading this and you were just, like, super tense, and I remember feeling the same way, just, like, 
Because it's very eerie at first and, like, real dark. And you're like, something's about to happen and it's, like, not about to be good. And then this shit happens. And I'm like, wait, no. I, mm-mm. It's, it's mm-hmm. also this, like, very intimate thing to see mm-hmm. someone, like, reliving this kind of trauma. What it is, either. And you don't know what it is, but you know that, like, it is. Yeah. It has shaped him and, like. There is like it, it. It is big enough that it made you know. Like you, you can you can feel the heaviness of it without having any of the details yeah. of it. No, I don't like it. No. Um. So Maggie says that she was thinking about her brother who is seven years younger than her and thinking he shouldn't read it. And like, I, even rereading this now, I'm like, how old can we wait? Like, how long can we wait until we let Abby not read yeah. it? Nah, not. I mean, you gotta be old. <laughs> I no, know I know what you mean. It, no, I totally like, know what my, you mean. You know, it's that whole thing. It's like I know, you, yeah. I know you can do it, yeah. but I can't. I feel you. Do it. I, yeah, I, can't I mean, it's, it. yeah. Um. So then Dumbledore gulps the goblet, drains every last drop, and then with a great rattling rasp, rolls over onto his face. No, shouted Harry. Um. And then he runs he runs over to Dumbledore. No, you're not dead. You said it wasn't poison. Wake up. Wake up. Renovate, he said. Um, uh, Dumbledore's eyelids flickered. Sir, are you water? Croaked Dumbledore. Water, panted Harry. Yes. Um, so he sees the goblet um, and drop, that he had dropped. Um, he barely registered the golden locket lying curled beneath it. Agua minty. The, the goblet filled with clear water. And by the time he got it to Dumbledore, it was empty. He tries a couple more times, and Dumbledore is, like, very clearly, uh, like, he's thirsty. Um, sir, I'm trying, I'm trying, he said desperately. Um, the goblet filled and emptied once more. Harry knew instinctively the only way left to get water, um, because Voldemort had planned it so. I just want to know how this magic works, because that was a goblet that Voldemort, I mean, that Dumbledore conjured himself, and he can't. Summon no type of water. Mm-mm. I just, yeah. The 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 levels of depravity and to come up with mm-hmm. that magic is mm-hmm. whew, insane to me. Yeah. Um, so Harry flung himself over the edge of the rock and plunged the goblet into the lake, bringing it to full brim of icy water that did not vanish. Sir, here, he tipped the water cum- clumsily over Dumbledore's face. It was the best he could do for the icy feeling on his arm, not holding the cup, was not the lingering chill of the water. A slimy white hand had gripped his wrist. So he... Everywhere Harry looked, white heads and hands were emerging from the dark water. Men and women and children with sunken, sightless eyes were moving toward the rock. An army of the dead rising from the black water. No, thank you. Um, Petrificus Totalis, he yelled. Um, the Inferi released him, but many more were already climbing onto the rock because, you know, J.K. Rowling can do scary. She can do scary. She can do a mystery. Ooh, yikes. Romance. Imagine if she had done the romance like she's she doing in scary. Well, I mean, I guess romance is scary. <laughs> Her romance is scary. I'm reading the new Corman Strike and I'm like, boy, if you don't stop it, just stop yeah, it. I, mm. 
Like, who's the killer? Mm-hmm. But the rest of this, I could do without. Um, so Harry's show, throwing out spells, including Sectumsimpra, which, like, it worked. I mean, you know, it worked. Like, I he mean, knows you what know, it is now, at this point, so it's in your arsenal, and it's, like, <laughs> knowing what it is. Like, I'm not mad at, like, I, I do want to say, like, I'm not mad at future uses of Sectumsimpra. It's just the first one. Mm-hmm. Because I honestly think that there are other situations where he could use it, especially on Voldemort. We've talked about this, where, like, it would be useful and he probably should use it. For enemies, exactly. For enemies! Especially when you got, like, real-ass enemies. Um, But that first one is still a no for me. Um, But they had, so the Inferi had no blood to spill. Um, So there's, like, gashes appear, but they're not bleeding, so they just keep coming. Um, Keep moving. And then they, you know, they enclose him from behind, um, lift him and begin to carry him slowly and surely back to the water. He knew there would be no release, that he would be drowned and become one more dead guardian of a fragment of Voldemort's shattered soul. But then, through the darkness, fire... Ooh. It is. It is. That's um, But then through the darkness, fire erupted. Um, the Inferi dropped Harry. Dumbledore was on his feet again, pale as any of the surrounding Inferi, but taller than any two, the fire dancing in his eyes. Um, his wand was raised like a torch, and from it, em- from its tip emanated the flames like a vast lasso encircling them all with warmth, because Voldemort is a fucking beast. Is this... Yes, no, but also fire, no. It's just... I think here. it's just a regular... No. No, no, no. It it's just like a regular-ass fire, though. which is what Dumbledore told Harry, but Harry had a, you know... He panicked, um, and so he's just he using panicked. all the spells that come up to the top of his What's mind, it? but if he had used... I can't remember what, maybe Flagrante, or there might be a couple fire spells. Um, he, like, they, like, he, it's, yeah, it's just regular, but also because Dumbledore is Dumbledore, it's a little bit more powerful. Yeah. I mean, he knows how to put some, he got mm-hmm. style, so, you know, he can know how to put a little flair mm-hmm. to it. Um, that's fine. I just ordered food, by the way. I already got, Icky ordered food earlier, so I got some when we're done. Um, Dumbledore scooped the locket from the bottom of the stone, um, and then they get back onto the boat, the ring of fire moving with them. Harry was shaking all over and thought for a moment that Dumbledore might not be able to climb onto the boat, um, but they, you know, they get on, and Harry's like, I forgot about the fire, they were coming at me, and I panicked. Quite understandable, remember Dumbledore, um, and Harry was alarmed to hear how faint his voice was. Um, the moment Dumbledore reached the bank, he let his wand hand fall, the ring of fire vanished, but the Inferi did not emerge again from the water. Um, I am weak, he said. Don't worry, sir, said Harry. Um, don't worry, I'll get us back. Lean on me, sir. The protection was, after all, well-designed, said Dumbledore. One alone could not have done it. You did well, Harry, very well. Don't talk now, said Harry. Save your energy. Um, the archway will be sealed again, my knife. There's no need, I got caught on the rock, said Harry. He's like, we not gonna do nothing else. <laughs> let's let's mm-hmm. shut it down. I'm in charge now. I'm the captain. Um... It's going to be all right, sir, said Harry. We're nearly there. I can apparate us both back. Don't worry. I am not worried, Harry, said Dumbledore. I am with you. Rude. And then it's it's, it's the parallel from the last chapter when he told Ron and Hermione that he wasn't worried because he would be with Dumbledore. I didn't. Nobody asked for it. These chapters are like, it's funny because like, this book is like, like, like 
I don't know, because now we're in like the last. No, not uneven. It's like it's, so. It's this is the third chapters. This it's, that's like chapters five chapters from the end or whatever. So like for a good amount of time, like four, the five, six of the of the book are like really frustrating. Um, but then the last part of it is just like super heartbreaking and like real deep and like it's like really good, but like Jesus Christ, like why? Ugh. Oh, I am my not goodness. worried. I am hugging my dog. Um, I need all of the. I need all of the. the yeah. Um, the yeah. Time. Yeah. Comfort. I need to be comforted, Luna. Um. So, who is your MVP? Word. Dumbledore. Um. Hmm. He's still teaching Harry, and like this stuff is very useful, and he he has a very calming professorial, um, and even in be- before he drinks the potion, he tries to like calmly explain to Harry what to expect, mm-hmm. even though he doesn't a hundred percent know what to expect, and that I think really helps when he is no longer able to be that calming presence but he still like Harry knows that the real Dumbledore is right under the surface and they just need to get through this and like he's given Harry enough confidence that they like Harry can do this and get them through it and Dumbledore will still like be there when he you know in the ways that he can be so word yeah um I made Harry my MVP just because like I mean I think again like I was kind of talking about like this is his like real test and he's done some like weird and like scary and like crazy shit but like this was like the real moment where he kind of had to step up um in order to be able to kind of do the rest of what he has to do um and I think he did well with what he could with what he had you know and like even panicking like he at least you know he I mean we always talk about like he's good under pressure it just so happens this time he kind of like forgot what Dumbledore said before but like yeah but even in that, he was he was still like. I, I mean, he's fighting in Farrah like, for the first time in his life, so like he forgot. You know. um, right. So yeah, so I think I think Harry for he 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 got through it. <laughs> yeah, he got through it. He did that thing. Um, so, uh, Amani makes Harry his MVP for being ride or die. <laughs> Gryffindor emotion and I don't understand um, how a Ravenclaw like Amani is using ride or die as the evidence for an MVP but okay uh, Delia makes Harry the MVP if he's where it's it's here where Harry steps up to fill his role as the chosen one he does he does what needs to be done and takes over once Dumbledore can no longer carry himself a transferring of leadership uh, Dad's in the chat also hey. by the way Deb is back in the chat. She's back in the United States. I've been talking to her, whatever, but like it's been a while. She's on our t- in our time zone area. Like we missed you, Deb. <laughs> Thank you. Uh, so Deb makes Harry the MVP for handling such a hard situation um, and saying Harry's good in a pinch. And Maggie makes Harry the MVP for managing to get through this nightmare scenario with limited understanding of what's going on and a limited magical education. 
And then Ariana says, Harry, um, when mm. people are in trouble, he knows how to act. Um, cool. And then who did you bench? Same. I had to go and bench Me my also man Tom. As well. Uh, like, just you done created a you She's done killed enough people to have an army of zombies. Just chill it in the pool. Like you just have a pool house filled with zombies. It's like it's like mm-hmm. the Playboy mansion of my nightmares. Like what? And you're doing a lot. Mm-hmm. A lot. Um, so um nah, you like why are you like this, bro? Also, like like Tom as a child, Tom as a whatever what however old he was when he made this horcrux. Uh, adolescent Tom as an adult a Tom pre and post resurrection Tom at all points in his life at all points in the timeline and his mom (laughs) (laughs) I mean at least on the bright side we've discovered that he doesn't really have any money to pay child support and so that you know only breeds even more psychopaths anyway uh (laughs) Amani benches Thomas sprinkle a little soul on the mm-hmm. riddle. And I can always think of salt bay, but like with souls. Um, Dahlia benches Tom Riddle for killing a lake's worth of people and making horror cruxes in the first mm-hmm. damn place. Mm-hmm. A lake's worth, y'all. A whole a lake. lake. Like Harry couldn't even see the other side of the lake. That's a how big that lake was. Lake. A big ass lake. Um Ariana. <laughs> <laughs> Can't stop, won't stop. Bad boys for life, literally and beyond. <laughs> AKA the inferior are bad I boys. Can't. The inferior are bad I boys for life, literally unable. and beyond. I cannot with you. <laughs> I'm also bitching Ariana. So unable. Woo! And Maggie bitches Tom for making a nesting doll of evil as a child. Like I just from a field I trip. can't. Um, and then damaged J.K. Rowling for toying with her emotions, and Voldemort for being a no-nosed asshat. Oh. <sighs> yeah, I mean, all yeah. facts. Um, so thank you for listening. Next week we'll be discussing Chapter Twenty-Seven of Harry Potter and the Half-Blood Prince: The Lightning Struck Tower. Um, so just more, no. more feels. I'm I'm calling in sick. Um, mm, next mm, week, sure. I have a um, Make sure to follow... That wouldn't be the excuse, though, because we've done this while having a cold. While having the flu. Like, I... <laughs> gotta come up with something else. Come harder. Um, <laughs> make sure to follow along. I've... I've got... I've... I just found out from my doctor oh, that gotcha, I have for HP, sure. HBP. Need to go get that checked and out. And I need to go through... Yeah, you might need to take... Yeah, I gotta go get some shots. Yeah, for sure. Some... <laughs> Uh, Make sure to follow along and let us know who you think is the real MVP and who has been for the chapter. Um, Join the conversation on Twitter at WeBlackAndNerds, hashtag wizard team. And then don't forget what we're doing, our live tweet of Half-Blood Prince the movie on November 10th. Use the hashtags wizard team and HPHBP. And after the movie, we'll do our last episode um, where we'll recap both the book and the movie and figure out who's the real MVP and who's been for the chapter. Um, So make sure you get those... Get your votes in. November 10th is the deadline. So, like, the minute we press play on the movie, like, that's when we stop taking votes for this book. Um, So, make sure you get them in. You have, you still have a little bit of time. You have maybe, like, a month or so. Probably a little bit less. But, like, yeah. 
get it get it together get your stuff send them in you can email te- or not text you don't have my number it's fine um email slack um dm facebook like owl you know crick pigeon owl um owl. Owl is yeah much better you know like there are ways pigeon. hit us up um and i'll add it to the spreadsheet as soon as i get it um, and then on November 21st, we will start Harry Potter and the Deathly Hollows, new book, last book. Um, and yeah, we're just making our way along. Mm-hmm. What mm-hmm. fight the adventure, guys. Yeah. And yeah. We're doing very well. I'm cool. Proud of us all. Bye.